welcome to another book on the shelf podcast i'm jet and i'm jen and it is our third anniversary yeah ish date wise it's close it's close enough it's close yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh we are on episode 79 What? what man so yeah gonna do a hangout episode just talk about what's going on some of our fun memories of the last three years what (laughs) i know i can't believe it um i don't i think i forgot to post it but i was looking at like you know on like an instagram like you can go back and like look at your like story archive Mm -hmm. and it was clearly when in like august october like early october of 2018 when we were planning everything but like hadn't like released anything or like told anyone because it was um or like had like the instagram for the podcast because it was just me and i was like me and like me and jen working on secret stuff and i had like a bag full of like notebooks and books and all this kind of stuff and then i was like oh i wonder what that was for and then i was like oh duh it's <laughs> <laughs> like what project were jen and i, and jen and I working on? <laughs> oh that's so funny <laughs> yeah i can't believe a that it's been three years and b that half of it has been in pandemic times <laughs> and like actually half yeah literally half <laughs> We haven't recorded in person since, like, March 2nd of 2020. It's wild times. Yep. Wild, wild times. Totally. Um, But I am glad that we've, like, figured it out to, like, keep going, keep doing things, live in the virtual life, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're making it work. It's great. Man. Wild, wild, wild. Um... I know last year I, like, posted a thing and figured out all kinds of, like, stats and stuff like that that we had done, but mm, that Mm -hmm. didn't happen this year. Uh (laughs) This year, can we just talk for a minute about, like, where everyone is at right now, mentally, emotionally, physically? Remember when everyone was like, 2020 is the worst year? No. It's because we hadn't done 2021 yet. 100%. (laughs) Like, honestly, like... (laughs) Sometimes I miss those early days of the pandemic. Well, because I feel like it just, it made more sense. Everyone was like, oh, we have to stay inside and be alone and be safe. Yes. Everyone seemed to, or at least like the majority of people seemed to be on the same page. Nobody expected anybody to really properly be productive for like at yeah. least several weeks. Yeah. We all were still living in our naive little <laughs> la la land of thinking this wasn't going to last that long. So like it didn't seem unending. <laughs> It was just better vibes. Yeah. Well, because like, right that's at what the beginning. everyone keeps asking me now. Like, my parents are always asking, like, so you're, like, going out and doing stuff? And I'm like, it like, everything's basically open here. And, like, I definitely see people, like, doing stuff all the time. Yeah. But it still has this – it still feels weird to do that. Like, it feels like we're not supposed Absolutely. to be doing that. So, like, I don't know yeah, like, weird what the right thing to do is anymore. Yeah, like, weird illegal now. Like, yeah. Being inside know. without a mask on. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, it just all, it just feels weird. Like, to you, like, it, like, it feels the same. Like, in my head, it's the same. Whereas, like, you know, last year at this time, like, you don't go outside, you don't do things, you don't see people that you don't, you know, like, mm-hmm. but meanwhile, everyone's literally just like straight up party city. Like, <laughs> I know. And, like, I mean, I did hear that case numbers in Ontario were trending down. Except all the numbers that are going up is our kids because they can't be vaccinated yet. Oh damn! Yeah, like fifty. It's like fifty percent of the cases are like children, or something crazy. I try not to like look anymore because like I can't. That is awful. 
but there's a slight caveat there. I mean, it's awful, obviously, but it seems at least in that case, the vaccine is working quite well. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, so fingers crossed that 2022 (laughs) Come on, baby. 2022. I don't know, man. I don't know. (laughs) But hey, we're still going strong with the podcast. So, yeah, yeah, we may have been a little neglectful on the social media front lately, but, you know, life. It's hard. She's a doozy. It's also just hard being on social media and, like, seeing the crazy people, but then seeing the people, like, acting complete, like, before times normal and, like, Mm -hmm. not knowing where as I said, like where I'm actually supposed to be. I know. Right. It's weird. Yeah. It's great. Um, but yeah, I have a few like random little things. So, but like literally like three years. What? I know. What? Um, and we've upped our listens by like, we've had like 2000 listens at least in this past year. So that's really cool. Love especially it. with people like not commuting and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Before we kind of get into us, I want to talk about some of our favorite episodes. I mean, that's kind of more for, like, the last year. But then some of our, like, top episodes ever. Um, shout out to Hillary Burton Morgan, because (laughs) her book, The Rural Diaries, which we recorded it from July of last year. I know. It was at, like, 100 and something listens the last time we had our, like, anniversary Mm-hmm. And it's at like 290 now. Like it's almost at 300. Like people love Hillary Burton Morgan. Shout yeah. out to her. <laughs> Truly. Man. Uh, and then the Institute, Stephen King, 187. Like, yeah. Maybe we need to do more Stephen King. <laughs> I know, right? And then obviously like Klosterman, which is super awesome. Yeah. And he has, oh my God, he has, I feel like I've talked about this before, but he has a new book coming out next February, but it's like the 90s. Oh, fun. And, like, all I want is Chuck Klosterman to tell me about the 90s. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That sounds so fun. What good timing, too, with the 90s back with a vengeance. Oh, there are literally stirrup pants in H&M right now. Are there? Yes. I mean, I've just been seeing, like, I mean, first of all, all of the, like, like plaid miniskirts. Oh. <laughs> but also, um, I can totally see evidence of the velour tracksuit trying to make comeback which was i think more early 2000s than 90s but yeah there she comes i mean i mean i feel like okay fine the bucket hat stirrup pants oh my god i know oh my god i remember having stirrup pants yeah and Crazy. like it really depended on like your the length of your leg and the length of your torso if they were like problematic or not <laughs> yep if you didn't have that ratio right it just didn't work true true but like the turtlenecks that are coming back i can't sweater vests i think this is why like i'm on a hunt for sweaters partially because it's fall partially because i literally never buy clothes um and also because it's literally chris evans sweater weather um oh yeah and i like rewatched knives out again because obviously perfect knives out season (laughs) and there's just like so many like chris evans sweater threads on twitter and it's just it's because like i just like a good knit cardigan like <laughs> totally there's actually some decent knit cardigans out now well yeah i know and that's why like that's why i'm on the hunt for i think i'm gonna order from ten tree 
Nice. Um, it makes me feel like I'm doing good for the world as well. So, <laughs> And because like I've literally like looked everywhere and just found stuff that's like great, but nothing that's like, oh, that sweater. So we'll see. Right. Um, we have gone from 53 countries listening to our podcast to 66. Woo. Uh, and as we were talking about before, for sure, one new country is Bosnia and Herzegovina. What? Yeah, man. Whoever you are, love you. Shout out to our listeners in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Right? I feel like Albania might be new as well. Okay. I'm trying cool, to like, cool. I didn't like do the split of the countries, but like, so I'm just trying to like look and like think of ones that definitely look different or like new. Yeah. But right. Those are the only <laughs> ones that I like for sure now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were your, some of your favorite episodes from this past year? Um, I think we're going to fall very similarly on this one um, yeah. because I loved, I mean, I always love our interview episodes. Mm-hmm. So I really loved talking to Tiffany DeBartolo yes. um, about her book, Sorrow. Sorrow? Yes. My God. I don't know why I blanked so hard just right then. <laughs> I was like, is that right? Why doesn't yeah. that sound right? <laughs> and she's just like the coolest person. Like, Yeah, I she's a really cool person. Ended up doing like virtually this year the writing retreat in Jackson Hole that her and her husband normally uh, do and they were on it and it was really cool and like she's just such a f- solid follow on Instagram like mm-hmm, right just like she's just, just like the coolest person yeah <laughs> totally so yeah that was definitely a highlight um, and I really enjoyed talking about the cookbooks because I don't know it was just such like a different episode for us but was a lot of fun and brought up like a lot more conversation i think than i was expecting it to well i think that's kind of why i had it on my list too is because like it's literally been on the list like since the start mm-hmm. and like we finally did it um i'm trying to think man like i feel like obviously like probably like because of the pandemic we've we've done a lot of different books in this past year that we probably wouldn't have done without the pandemic and, yeah like, totally you know, they're not all, obviously we have our like, you know, bookstagram made me do it ones that are like the really popular ones. Mm -hmm. But I think just like we're finding more, again, the entire point of the podcast was you and I read different things and then we have our book club and it like brings us to different things. But I think we've just like come across different things. Like we've done, you know, two James Baldwin episodes and that was 100% like pandemic bind. Um, yeah, right? And now I'm just like, give me all the James Baldwin forever. No. <laughs> um, and even just, you know, the different, you know, we did a writing episode with my friend Katie, which I totally forgot about until right now, until I was looking at that. I was like, what is this oh, episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. That was a great one, too. Yeah. I, just, I really do love when we have other people on the podcast, yeah. like other writers to talk to, because it's just always such a fun such a fun time. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we'll have another interview episode uh, coming up in November with Pegamoose Press. Uh, yes. Ty and Brenda, they are like illustrators, graphic novelists, uh, etc. Um, so that's gonna be super fun. Um, but yeah, I think we've just like read some really awesome books in the last year, and like I f- I feel like we in general have always been pretty diverse. But, like, looking yeah. at the past year, it's been, like, super diverse. I know. And not even, like, on purpose. Like, no. 
And yeah, like that, exactly that. Like very much not on purpose whatsoever. But I'm just trying to yeah. look and like, I don't think there's anything by like a white dude. <laughs> really? Oh, I think you're right. Uh, no, like the closest we have is two white dudes, but it's Trixie and Katya and they fall under diverse because <laughs> they are drag queens yes. and they are gay. Yes. Um, but right, like everything's either been mm-hmm. a woman or a lot of women of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. I'm just scrolling here. Look at us. Oh. We're fucking awesome. Oh, we do have Jedediah, but again, like. Still diverse. Yeah. Sorry, yes. When I said white dude, I meant like super regular hetero white dude. Cis hat white dude. Yeah. That's true. Um, There's none of them. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yay for us. So <laughs> yeah, no. Well, it's been just such like a, a good a good year of reading different things. Like Yeah. Yeah. Um what, all over the place. Uh, so I think the last time we did hangout episode was some somewhere in June. Um, I th- actually think it was right before that writing retreat started. I can't remember what. Oh, that sounds right. Is time. <laughs> Honestly, I truly do not know. Yeah, because that would have been right before I was going on my own little mini. Right, like wasn't we imposed writing retreat? We had that, that the same week, and I think we recorded yeah. the, like the beginning of that week, and then started on like the Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. Man, so we did that. that what else? Right. I'm already distracting myself. So, you know, classic. We're on <laughs> three years later and we are on brand. Uh, are tangents and distractions. Yeah. Um, so that's how we ended June and our last writing hangout, uh, hangout episode. What have you been yeah. up to this summer? Oh, God. What have I even? Um, well, I finished <laughs> up my writing program at Humber. So that oh, was really go. exciting. It went really well. So, yeah. I mean, oh, God, I have barely written anything since, which, well, you know. I'm still working with the the author that I was working with. That's awesome. And by still working with, I mean like I haven't actually touched base with base with him <laughs> since the program ended because I don't have any new writing to give him yet. Um, but I will, I will at the end of this week, hopefully, because yeah. I'm just I'm trying to get back into a routine where I'm writing regularly. Yeah. It just hasn't been going well this last month and a half. Nope. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. September. I always forget that September is the most insanely like chaotic month with like nothing happening, but everything happening. Yes. And I, I never know why it manages to do that. Even when I'm not in school, like it's just, it's such a weird month. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but anyway, yes, it did go very well. I ended up, uh, getting a a letter of distinction. Oh, uh, yeah. Which means that when I'm actually done with the manuscript, I can, they have like a panel of um, people in the industry, whether they're publishers or agents or like mm-hmm. people like that to look over a query. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think like help you kind of fine tune it, but then also potentially like because they're agents and publishers. Yeah. Like potentially be like, yeah, we like this. Excellent. Those are some coattails yeah. I'm waiting to ride. Yeah, well, and then it's really great, too, because my writing mentor has also fully said, like, once I'm done with this manuscript, like, he can help me Mm -hmm. either by writing letters of recommendation or um, just, like, putting me in touch with some people for getting agented and selling my book. So, like, what? 
Man. So now I just need, I just need to finish it. On the plus side, I think I have finally worked out some plot things. <laughs> so like that's exciting. Good. Yep. Yeah. I I yeah. literally can remember the exact restaurant we were sitting in in Boston eating our delicious I know. pasta, talking about it for the first time. That yeah. would have been like four years ago. Talking about my little witchy babies. Yes. Yep. Witchy babies. Yep. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Going on? Um, I mean, I had my birthday in September, but other Happy than that, birthday. not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a really weird summer because I it, too yeah. went to like make a note of like, okay, because usually, usually, <laughs> at least when we do these episodes, we can like come up with like one thing every month that like we've semi done, but it was just like, yeah, I had nothing. Uh, nope. <laughs> no, like I had finished my writing program, which wasn't even really like a thing I did so yeah. much as a thing that just stopped, stopped. being done <laughs> um and yeah my birthday happened which again a very passive thing like it's not like I did anything in particular yeah I went out for dinner that was nice that's good that's good yeah, yeah dinner on the nice patio. it felt very normal and it was lovely yeah I know so I like try to at least sort of do that or something or like mm-hmm. just like make it sort of seem real I don't know. I don't know about this timeline, y'all. I don't know. Me <laughs> neither. Um, I, yeah, I really don't like, I remember in June, I was doing my like self-imposed photo challenge, did yep. that. And initially then my plan was to have like writing prompts for July, but that just never, never even remotely got further than like, oh, I should do writing prompts in July. Because <laughs> um, like for the the photo one, I like made my own list of like prompts and then I was going to like make a list of writing prompts. Right. I it's super weird because I have not done like any actual writing or creative things whatsoever but I've been like in my head always always uh I've been like thinking about all of it so much and like coming up with ideas and like so I have like little like scraps and pieces and notes and right um I mean it's all like in my phone because we're not actually out in the real world where we have access to like receipt paper uh which is our favorite (laughs) that is no taking paper to jot notes on too (laughs) I need the receipt paper. Um, so I feel like there's just like stuff, you know, brewing the, the, you know, the element maybe needs to turned up, be turned up a little hotter, but mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just like things in there sort of, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I understand. And like, I, I always keep wanting to do that like thing where I think Maggie uh, Stavater did it with one of her friends, but then I think it was also Ray Bradbury. Um, but it was like writing one short story every week for an entire year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause basically he was like, you can't write 52 bad short stories in a row. <laughs> That's a pretty good point. Yeah. And so like, and then it forces you to, I think like sort of get less out of your head about it or less in your head about it. Right. Yeah. Like it, cause then you're just like trying to write this and you're not worried about like making it too long or or anything like that. So then you're just writing a short story a week. Yeah. Um, so I might, I might, that might be something I, I put in like for January. It might be a 2022 I'm endeavor. Down I'm down for that. Yeah. 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 Um, well, yeah. Cause like even like last year when Steph and I were doing, I think it was June of last year, we did like our writing prompts every day. We'd like FaceTime or whatever to Ireland every morning. Well, my morning nice. or afternoon. Yes. Um, and do our little like 10 minute writing prompts. And then that's how I ended up with what in theory would be like 
it's not even like a collection of short stories. It's just like chapters that all kind of go together and then you don't really right. they I think they kind of like will weave together in the end. <laughs> we'll just say that they're separate short stories for now, but um <laughs> Yeah. Because like it kind of goes back and forth to like different characters that are all in the same place. I don't know. But yeah, just something like that. Um because yeah, like a short story could be, you know, that length isn't necessarily determined. So if you're writing like a little bit every week and then like right. you're stopping yourself and moving on to something else the next week, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to get too stuck in that. Exactly. Man. So it's always something I've wanted to try. And I'm hoping that if I like have that in mind as a goal, mm-hmm. like that I want to start that in January, then yeah. maybe I can like force myself to finish this manuscript before then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's time. It could be done. It oh yeah, you know I've got Nano Rimo to give me a good push. Hopefully. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. I may or may not do Nano Rimo and write fan fiction. I think you should. I think you should totally do that. I plenty of people use Nano Rimo for that, so why shouldn't yeah. you? Um. Well, because I was like writing down like what I would like outline as chapters. And yeah. I have, like, a cabillion. So, like, it would be, like, yes. an entire, like, or, like, a series or whatever. And I was like, yeah, baby, mm. you could accidentally write a novel. <laughs> um, so. And, like, the main reason for that is literally just to be writing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Really? Because, again, I obviously, like, as we've talked about a lot, like, I get in my head and being like, ooh, fan fiction. But, like, writing is writing is writing as is reading is reading is reading. Yep. Um, and yeah, like there's, there's so much out there and it's wild to think cause like people, you know, whether it's like celebrities or like characters in books or movies or whatever, but people actually like use it to like help themselves through things. And it's like, that's actually yeah. a good thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so that might happen. I think it should I, I have an outline, so I mean. Yes. <laughs> It's oh, there. <laughs> do it. Um, but just because then, like, because, as I said, like, I've been trying to do all these, like, creative things. Like, I've been watching a lot of, I feel like we were talking about this last week, too, like, watching actually, like, movies again. Remember when people yes. used to watch movies and not series? Um, so been, and, like, I mean, I've been watching a lot of, like, Marvel movies because that's just where my brain is. But all the other ones, I feel like I'm being slightly more selective in those ones where it's, like, okay, this kind of has to do with the way that I'm like thinking about stories or like mm-hmm. gra- how I would want a graphic novel to be or like if you know the short film that we're going to make um yay so I feel like I'm kind of and like I'm finding myself I mean not as much as like when I was in school but like on almost all of them like I'm taking notes again mm, nice so that's that's really all I've done this summer I, love I literally it. can't think of anything else <laughs> I mean, I mean I, that's great. Yeah. I sort of started to learn how to draw on an iPad using Procreate. So Nice. But again, I haven't done a lot in the last the last couple of weeks. Something. Uh. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I'm going to just blame Mercury Retrograde. Um, yeah. Because, like, fall is in the air and, like, this is the time. I'm feeling oh, yeah. it. But then, like, Mercury and Retrograde is just like, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> Motivation has been approximately zero. No. Um, and... I feel like we've maybe talked about it too, but um, yeah, I'm going to work with 
my friend Mike to edit his stories and graphic novels. And then yeah, that's so he's awesome. going to end up like trying to draw some of mine. So that's why I need to go back to like some of the stories that I have, aka my convenience store vampire that we've been working on. Oh, I still, I can, I can remember being in the members lounge. Yep. <laughs> And, like, that exact whole thing, like, where everyone was standing, where we had this conversation. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I'm stealing this story. Yes. (laughs) Um, I have not gone back to the story in a long time. Like, it's the story is basically done. I just need to turn it into, like, a graphic novel script. Right. So maybe that will be... mm, Could I do that by the end of the year? Mm. (laughs) Could I? Yes. Will I? Mm. We'll try. Who knows? Working on... The whole thing is just the, like at least trying to work on something every day. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I think that's good. Yeah, I know. We're getting there. Totally. It's been a wild, wild year. That's all I know. Right? We've had our website now for over a year. Yeah. And our blog for over a year. Which we have miraculously managed to keep up with. Yeah. Shout out to us. ourselves. And our friend Honestly. Katie who helped us. <laughs> yes. Huge shout out to her. She Go listen to her podcast. Amazing. Yes. Her podcast is The Otherwise Intelligent Woman. We will link that in the show notes, as always. Um, speaking of books, no, we weren't speaking of books at all. Um, <laughs> what have you been reading this summer? Have we been reading this summer? What's been going I mean, on book-wise this summer? So it's funny because, like, at first I was like, God, I have hardly been reading anything. But then when I was writing it down, I was like, <laughs> oh, I actually did read quite a bit. It's just that I am consistently behind on my yeah, because that's like, goal, but that's okay. what's that, like 15 books? Like, that's a chunk of books yeah. in, like, three yeah, or four yeah. months. Yeah, so, like, a few that we've done for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, a couple others here. And there. I mean, some of them are real short. Books are books. Yes. Like, Intimations is, like, five essays. Okay. Yeah, it's is real that, skinny. That's the, like... That's Sadie the, Smith. The quarantine Sadie Smith? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I love her writing, so... Um, that was great. Um, but like, what were some of my other favorites? Song of Achilles, of course. I think I mentioned that in a previous episode. I think it's, I mean, partially that's one that like, is it historical fiction? Something like that sort of? Yes. I mean, it's, it's a retelling of, um, the Iliad Yeah. from Patroclus's perspective. And that's part of it is because there's like that stuff is just like never my jam but then i'm also torn because it's literally everywhere so i'm in that like well it's literally everywhere should i read it or should i not read it because it's literally everywhere so good <laughs> so. that one okay so like i i have not been able to just sit down and read and i yeah. read the bulk of that book in a single sitting by my <laughs> pool and it's funny because like i like i know the story of the iliad i know what happens yeah so the whole time, like, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> but, oh, oh, so good. Yeah. Heartbreaking, but good. Nice. And most recently, um, I really enjoyed On Earth We're Briefly Gorgeous by Ocean Vuong. Oh. Fantastic. Yeah. Nice. Like, beautifully written. I mean, really sad again. But, like, he just, like he writes about so many different things. So it's written from the perspective of this grown man who's writing a letter to his mother who can't read English because they are Vietnamese. Um, and she immigrated from Vietnam 
I can't remember what the timing of everything is mm. supposed to be actually. Um, but like there's some parts that go back, uh, in time looking at like his grandmother's life in Vietnam during the war, mm-hmm. um, and a little bit of his mother and like their sort of fraught relationship, but then also his grappling with being gay and like a little bit touching on how the opioid crisis has like affected certain parts of the population and some of his friends and like just really good, yeah. really, really good book. I loved it. Awesome. Yeah. Um, what have I read this summer? Yeah. Um, well, my, cause I, my audiobooks are from like walking. So when I get in a good walking phase, it's good. But then, you know, nice leaving my apartment. What? Who does that? Do do that <laughs> anymore? I don't think so. Um, but yeah, so I listened to notes from a young black chef, which is Kwame Nwache. Um, I know I've definitely talked about it a lot because it's just, it's really, really good. And just in that way of like, we've worked in restaurants, we know how it works. Like it just really brings you back into that space, but then also just him, um, kind of finding his way and having, you know, dealing drugs at different points and, Mm -hmm. you know, having like losing restaurants and being on top chef and just, it's, it's just a really, really great story. Um, and I've been, Oy, okay. So recently I've been listening to, I'm going to forget the name of it now because I did not write it down, um, Cecily Strong's memoir, as in okay. like Cecily Strong from SNL. Okay. Um, so last, so in January, just before the pandemic started, or like mm-hmm. hit North America, we'll say hit North America. Right. Um, her cousin uh, passed away from brain cancer and so she was kind of like dealing with all of that and then so it's it's and then like the pandemic hit so like you know everyone like left the city mm-hmm. um and she was like up in the Hudson Valley and then eventually ends up in Rhinebeck yes oh um, we are gonna do the Rhinebeck wool festival one of these years it's gonna happen maybe next year right Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's put that out there. Let's say it right let's now. Let's put that out into the world. If it's something Rhinebeck. that if it's something that is existing next year, we're going. Yes. Okay. Because what's what's happening with it this year? I have no idea. I feel like it would have happened or would have just already happened or something. Or, yeah, yeah. would have. Yeah. Yeah. So let's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of her dealing with the start of the pandemic, but then also like the loss of her cousin, who she was like best friends with, um, and kind of like so once she got once she was in like the lockdown quarantine whatever was kind of like journaling and writing about it and then it's what's that like as a book um i'm not sure how far like how much into like say this this year it goes um because right now i think i'm still in maybe like may of like last year okay yeah um and because they're talking about like you know because they did like snl from home and everyone was like recording clips on their phones and stuff and um so like it's it's this wild blend of like super funny because like Cecily Strong just is so funny, right? So even when she's talking about these serious things, like it's so funny, uh, and she's just like like the best kind of weird and awkward, but then also like these like really sad like family stories and so it's it's just weird <laughs> listening to it when you're on a walk because like the first couple like chapters that I was, I was like walking to the chiropractor and I was like almost in tears and I was like oh my god, oh, but man. it's also like. 
And not necessarily, like, because the subject matter is so, like, sad, but it's just, like, it's just so good. Right. That, like, it's, again, it's one of those things where you're, like, this is why you should journal, because then you would have, like, a copy of this. But it's, like, I don't know. I mean, it's true. Yeah. I don't have interesting thoughts like this. Um, (laughs) Probably not. But, yeah, so that's what I've um, I've really enjoyed, um, really liked listening to that. Um, I also really, see, you know... (laughs) Just like everything else in life. Just everything's really tracking here. Uh, I really liked The Collected Schizophrenias. Nice. <laughs> um, you know me and my happy books. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, but just because, like, the way the author goes through and is just so honest about all of, like, her dealing with having schizoaffective disorder and even just, like, mm-hmm. getting diagnosed and all the different things. Like, it's pretty wild. Um and then I read Exit Wounds, which always makes me think of a DMX, and it is not that. It is a, <laughs> um, it's an Israeli graphic novel. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, and uh, a bomb goes off, and there's, like, one person that they, like, think might be this guy's dad, but, like, he hasn't talked to his dad in years, and then he ends up meeting someone who was, like, sort of in a relationship with his dad, so, like, they're trying to figure out... And, like, get DNA to, like, see if that actually, this, you know, human remains that they have, if it actually was their dad, his dad, and stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, it was really, it was really interesting. And, like, the, like, visually is a little bit different than some other graphic novels I've seen, just with the way. Yeah. With color and focus and stuff like that. It was pretty neat. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, anything on the, the to-be-read? What are we, do we have goals before our... I mean, just all of the the graphic novel talk just reminded me of something that's not even on my, um, (laughs) on my, like, actual TBR, but, um, because, so I was just looking at, um, I don't know, I probably saw it on Twitter, but I found out that Carmen Maria Machado has a graphic novel, and she wrote, um, I mean, I think she wrote a collection of short stories called, oh, what was it called? Mm Mm-hmm her body and other parties or something like that. Um, but then also wrote the memoir in the dream house, yep. which was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and so she has, it looks like a horror graphic novel called the low, low woods. Um, and now I really want to read it. Yeah. Um, it looks really cool. So like, I think we're totally going to have to launch our, I was just going to say, yeah, our uh, graphic novel book club, because like, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a, um, out on an imprint with DC Comics, but it looks like it's Joe Hill's nice. imprint. Yeah, um, and a really Joe great place comics. Um, to get graphic novels and comment comics from the library is the app Hoopla. Just throwing that out there to people. Yes. Um, we'll also link that in the show. Um, if you have it on your Apple TV, like you could, there's like movies and stuff, but then also like if you get the the app like on your phone or your iPad or tablet or whatever. Um, like, there's, like, a load. Like, it's almost exclusively all, like, graphic novels and comics. Nice. I love it. Yeah. Um, so, something potentially in the works, everybody. Yeah. Um, because yeah. we love graphic novels. Yes. Um, and, yeah, that's definitely something we are working on. Mike really, mm-hmm. really wants it to happen to the point where he keeps messaging me being, like, do you, do, like, do you need help with this? Like, is there anything I can do to, like, help you get this going? So, like, we'll... <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but, like... The two of us between between the two of us just being ourselves and our undiagnosed ADHD and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Um 
we're getting there it's going to it's 100 percent happening we are starting a graphic novel book club yeah send us your recommendations tell us if you want to join we're getting there yeah we absolutely (laughs) are getting there um but other than graphic novels yes so let's just i mean i have a few things obviously um i'm reading which is i'm gonna start hopefully reading jurassic park today yeah um because we may or may not be talking about that in our next episode yeah which i'm really excited for because i love that movie um yeah. it holds up so fantastically well and i can't wait to talk about it, it really and does. the book yeah <laughs> honestly so good like what a classic um but of course like most of the books on my list right now are like spooky season books yeah. <laughs> um so i've got the changeling on there by um victor laval um which i'm not even like exactly sure what it's about but Sounds fun. The Scapegracers by Abigail. I feel like I've seen that on the bookstagrams. Hannah Abigail Clark. I will get these exact names for you in the show notes <laughs> so that you know. But this one, this one's also like a like a sapphic witches. Nice. Um, it sounds really fun and like kind of dark. Yeah. Um, and also uh, the taking of Jake Livingston, who's oh, author. I've had that on my list. Ryan for Douglas, maybe like ever. Yeah, well, okay, so I've been on hold um, on my Kobo for the library hold for, like, ever, and it keeps, for the last, I swear, for the last week, (laughs) it has told me it's going to be available in five days. (laughs) It has been more than five days since it has told me it will be available in five days. So anyway, I'm just waiting on that one. Um, Also waiting on the release of Comfort Me with Apples by Catherine M. Valenti, whom I adore. We have and it's short. That's a short one. It's yeah. like a retelling of the Bluebeard folktale, which I actually don't know. Oh yeah, at all. Hmm. Um, but I'm sure it'll be great. Yes. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, I do want to read Sally Rooney's new book, and then some like perfume-related books I have. I mean, hey, on my shelf, A Natural History of the Senses, and what's the other one? Um, The Perfect Scent. And then the perfume story of a murderer. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, just a few, you know, just yeah, a few right? to get to before the end of the year. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'm trying to like put less pressure on myself. And also like, I'm such a weirdo with the way that I organize like books to read because I try and like plan out my month of reading which yeah. i never stick to i don't know why i bother with this <laughs> and this year i was like no no you're just gonna go with the flow you're gonna do this and i kind of did it for a little while but now yeah. i'm just gonna now that i've reorganized my bookshelf and i now have all of my unread books <laughs> in one section <laughs> like the first four shelves of that one shelf yeah now at least i can go to one spot and look at it and be like these are all the books you haven't read instead of like my random precarious piles all over the place so I feel like I don't have to be quite as organized with it. Yeah. I feel like I should tack up a little list of all the ones that I have on my Kobo. <laughs> well, yeah, that's also the problem, right? So I have like yes. actually 60 books on my Kobo. Cool. Cause, yeah. And I'd like, cause I never like plan my reading the way that you did, but I did have like a list. Well, I always plan out so I can at least know like dates wise stuff that like we have to read for the podcast. And then like yes, the other ones that like I want to read. So I'd like, I don't even know the, when I actually wrote this. But I, like, wrote all these lists. Because, again, it's all these ones that have, like, been on my Copa forever or, like, been on my shelf for right. actual ever. But then, like, <laughs> there's just always more books. Um, I know. So, like, I've done, like, fairly well. 
and a bunch of them are ones like on my latest blog post which was like could be my fault nice. tbr so like i'm really trying to like stick to that and like not you know add too many more things in there mm-hmm. um but yeah like there's just doesn't mean that i don't check I for books on kobo every day <laughs> um right well yeah because like you know like same right you know like i want to read some spooky books like i have i have his and hers by alice feeney which was like a spooky book like last year oh nice yeah yeah um and then we keep the dead close which is becky cooper um oh yeah that's right yeah it's the one where like 40 years ago there was a murder at harvard and then like i don't actually know like if it ends up being solved or not but it's like a true crime story um which i feel like i don't actually read but then like i enjoy so i don't know um i know right well then like they may or may not have found the zodiac killer it's a whole thing Um, oh i know right yeah it's so funny because now zodiac is trending on netflix yeah well i loved it because like that day that that was released like mark ruffalo like tweeted and he was like i think they made a movie about this Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. And like, <laughs> Mark just oh, that's funny. Um, so I definitely want to read that. I've been, whilst working hard during the day, uh, I've been reading What Would Frida Do? I've had that book oh, nice. like, yeah, yeah. for basically this whole year. Um, but it really just makes me want to read like an actual like Frida biography. Like this is so much biography in it. But then again, it like spins it to like a topic, you know, like what would Frida do? if she was having like a creative block, what would she do if she had heartbreak and whatever, you know? So while as much as it has the biography stuff, like there's also talk in it of like specific, just Frida biographies. Oh, cool. Um, And as much as I like absolutely studied her in school and then, you know, we had that huge Frida and Diego exhibit at the gallery Mm -hmm. a million years ago. Was that before you? I can't remember. I think it was just before me. Just before you. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. I think it was the winter show. Um, we used to work at a gallery together, everyone. Just, you know, uh, if you're a newish year, we worked, uh, at the biggest work at the AGO, yeah. baby. Biggest gallery in the country? Probably. Is the, is, national gallery, is the national gallery bigger? It might be. Mm, I don't actually think it would be bigger. It then seems like it should be bigger. It should be bigger, but yeah, it's gallery, definitely But like, I don't know that it actually is. Yeah. One, cause like the AGO only, only, only ever has like what, four or 5% on display at one time. So. Yeah, that's pretty bananas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The vaults are so cool down. You get to go to the basement. Oh, so good. I never got to um, do that. Yeah. Well, because, like, when I worked in visitor services before, we never used to take stuff out to the loading dock, like, you know, like, where the cardboard and stuff went. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually, like, went downstairs. So, we, yeah, we got to go, like, to the to the sub-basement. Amazing. Um, oh, yeah, the sub-basement. <laughs> but then you would just, like, see people, like, rolling um, oh, crates. Oh, yeah, yeah, all the, stuff. like, yeah. Oh, and then, like, I only the... just got my stuff back from the yeah. gallery. <laughs> I would like everybody to know that I have been officially laid off from that yeah. job for an entire year <laughs> and only just got the stuff that was in my locker back. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. <laughs> it, was just, it was just a pair of shoes and um, a poster cool. from the Del Toro exhibit, but oh, nice. still. <laughs> um, but yeah, so learning more about Frida because she's amazing and wonderful. Nice. Um, and also like, cause it's just like now, I mean like we'd obviously like I'd seen the Frida and Diego exhibit, but like when I went to the MoMA last, <laughs> last March while the world was like, uh, should oh, I upload? Should right. I not upload? Um, and there was a few like Frida ones there that I feel like I'd never seen before. And they were like super like 
they were just like smaller and it was just this whole like I miss art and creative things I know right yeah um, yeah but I also really want to read um, Map of Days, which is the fourth book in the Miss Peregrine series. Um, that's kind of like my one, like, you know, non-Hunger Games-esque. Um, right. And, like, obviously a lot of people, you know, their, like, YA series was the series that we no longer speak of. Um, <laughs> which, like, I'd only read, like, way after all the movies were out and, like, way after all that crap. Um, so- but this is, like, the one series that, like... For my like, I don't know. It's just been the one like I read them all and I like them. So nice, amazing. Um, I have it at my coffee station, <laughs> like my coffee corner, amazing. and like sometimes I read a couple of pages in the morning. But I need to like, I'm clearly it's not like focused enough, so I need to like <laughs> stop doing right. That. Oh, and then the one other like uh, book that I definitely want to read. I mean, I have time, um, because it's being adapted to. I think it's probably Netflix. Um, is the Gray Man. Oh, cool. It's very, I don't know, it sounds like that kind of like Jason Bourne-esque type spy oh, okay. thriller CIA thing. Um, and it just like, again, it just kind of throws me back to you. So like when I was in film school, that was when um, Bourne came out. But like, <laughs> and that was back in the day when you just like, you were like following all this stuff like so much right. closer. And like, so I remember like I had to read the book by a certain day, but then like the movie kind of got pushed here and there. And I just remember like learning about it was just different, whereas, like, now you have so much access to, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff, whereas, like, mm-hmm. then it was, like, you got, like, a little thing, like, oh, Matt Damon's filming this thing, and, like, oh, and the movie, you know, so it just... It's crazy <laughs> to think of how much the film industry yeah. has changed in that time. Yeah. Like, it's a completely... I was reading <laughs> something even today that was talking about how, like, all of the movies now that tend to go into theaters are like major blockbusters and like some of the smaller ones now just go straight to streaming. Yeah. Almost like the way that they used, like some would go straight to video, but those were more like, I don't know, like B movie type. Yeah. Things. Whereas now it just seems to be like smaller, like less big budget Mm -hmm. films just go straight to streaming instead of going to theaters. It's very, it's very bizarre. Yeah. Well, and cause like, the the difference between like streaming and you know film film or mm-hmm. versus like tv show limited series versus movies now like there's no it used to be so cut and dry right and like now you're gonna get more money to make like an eight series eight episode limited series than you would to like make the summer blockbuster almost right i know it's wild it's very it's a strange yeah. And it feels like it's in a moment of like flux where I'm not really sure how everything's going to play out at this point. Right. Like it's. Well, it's no, cause, yeah, like, cause that was all happening. And then the pandemic like literally shut everything down yes. for a year and like yeah. now it's all coming back. And cause even with Dune, like it was this whole thing where like, you know, it was supposed to have been released I'm like so how many times now? Um, but Villeneuve was like, no, like this is absolutely not being streamed. Like we will wait as long as we absolutely have to wait. Which is fair. Like I, I suspect that that might actually end up being my first back in theater film. Me too. Should we go? I think we should okay. because like I want to see that on a big screen. Yeah, that's just like straight up. I want to see that in a theater. It's not going to play the same way. Like I mean, it would. I'm sure it's still going to be fine on your home television. But like that's the kind of movie you want on a big screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should pick. Like, I mean, we already VIP we already kind of like discussed possibly just talking like... about Dune on the podcast if both of us manage to make it through the giant 
giant novel. Yeah, so speaking of 2022, <laughs> I don't think that either of us, there's even, I don't even think there's the remote possibility that either of us are going to read Dune this year. Absolutely not. No, there is, <laughs> it's, I'm probably going to see the movie first. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's much more in the book that's not making it into the film, just like because of sheer length. Like, well, because I think it's going to be two. Like two. Oh, months. is it? I think so. Okay. Well, I mean, because Dune is like an entire series, right? Like, how many are in it? Yeah. A lot. So wild. Oh. Anyway, 2022 things. Yeah. Probably a Dune episode. Yep. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so three years wild i know fun things coming as we discussed graphic novel book club uh we're gonna relaunch our patreon with some cool things maybe a discord that's right i forgot that we're (laughs) yeah we're totally gonna set up we're we're absolutely i mean oh my god who knows when this is gonna happen it is absolutely gonna happen by january at least yes i'm giving us that deadline (laughs) um so yeah in january it might be like a new year thing we're gonna relaunch our patreon um definitely have a discord chat if people are unfamiliar with discord um it's basically just like almost like a a group of chatters yeah kind of right like basically we're gonna set up a server and it's gonna be our book club server and you'll be able to join and like talk to people in different threads on on the discord which is really fun because um, uh, it'll give us a nice place to like talk about book club books, uh, which will be really cool. And maybe like have like a little writing groups and yeah. Yeah. Um, and probably more like movie watches. I was watching. Totally. Absolutely. Um, Cherry this past weekend, which we had done an episode on. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So I tried to like live tweet a little bit, um, but then also like had to pay attention. <laughs> right. How do, how do people do all the things at the same time? Um, I think they might pause it. <laughs> I know, but then sometimes I really hate like pause, you know, and like. Oh no, I agree. But then also you you take like a hour and a half, two hour movie and turn it into like a three or four hour experience. Yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> um, yep. we're gonna actually this week. Um, so depending on when you're listening to this, sorry, or today when this comes out. Um, oh right. We're watching. We have always lived in the castle which i have found a, i have found a way to watch so um, oh sweet yeah. yay um thanks to lisa she's awesome <laughs> and youtube amazing um but yeah like you know we're gonna be doing Jurassic park so at the very least um whenever i end up watching although i did watch yeah. it like two weeks ago i'll probably watch it again um and that i think I... is on netflix right now yes absolutely or at least again it yeah. was two weeks ago um because again also we have always lived in the castle. I swear, like prior to October first, I swear it was on something. And then, like, what Earth? Okay, and I believe you fully. I just like don't understand why they would remove that movie now in October. Yeah. But also, there's so many movies that like you can't even rent. Like, I will pay to watch movies. Right. I like. I come from the time of blockbuster. I will oh, rent I a movie. But like that, we have always lived in the castle. Does not exist on anything. You cannot so weird. rent it. You cannot buy it. I don't understand. Yeah, it's really annoying. Um, but yeah, so we know with the Discord, we can probably do more, um, I mean, regular movies, but also even just um, the, when we do our 
adaptation series episodes um kind of do like you know live stream watches and stuff like that definitely and just kind of you know more interactings and more things and what's nots and have yous yeah i think it'll be i think <laughs> it'll be great yeah um but yeah so thank you for being with us for three years Right? I think the official date is like what October nineteenth. I don't know. It's all kind I of. I think made it's up. the nineteenth. Yeah. Or like that's when we like, because our first episode we I think was our just first like episode or... introduction or something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um. But yeah. So thanks for being with us. Uh, here's to three more years. I feel like we had this one day where we just like brainstormed for like three hours and like came up with a million ideas of things. Mm-hmm. So things are coming. Are they coming. are absolutely coming. As soon as Mercury decides to <laughs> get out of our way. Yeah. Which I believe, interestingly, is the 18th. Perfect. Yep. So, in our true new year yes. for the podcast, we're going to hit the ground running. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, Mercury stops shutting down the internet and making things crazy. It's all good. Oh my God, right? <laughs> so um, true. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, let us know what some of your favorite episodes are. We love going back to our old episodes. I yes. feel like I should like listen to old episodes, but I never do. <laughs> I know, right? I don't want to listen to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, let us know what your favorite episodes are. Let us know what you want to hear from us, see from us. Um, as Jen mentioned, we've kind of been sucking on social media, but... We're getting there. I did laundry yesterday, so, like, I might be able to do anything this week. You never know. Amazing. Conquering <laughs> the world. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we will be back in two weeks with our aforementioned Jurassic Park episode. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so stoked. Na, 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 oh, my God. Right? Classic. Na, 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 na. Classic John Williams score. <laughs> oh, the T-Rex. Ah. Okay, um, I'll save all of my, all of my Jurassic Park talk for next time. <laughs> uh, and we'll see you then. Bye.